Now, it's all good and well that consumers are told that the repo rate has been decreased and now you can save that little bit of extra cash that you have. But how, how does one go about doing just that? Save, the big word. I think you, you hit the nail on the head in your previous comments around willpower on the NPA, etc. Willpower <laughs> is a key component of saving as well. And the, 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 there is no such thing as having extra cash for saving. It doesn't work, Elvis. It's not going to happen. You are never going to have extra cash for saving because what you should be doing is saving and then spending. The problem is we spend and, yes, the money finishes long before we wanted to save. So in our heads every month, Elvis, the plan is there. I'm going to save money. Mm. But after the bills have run their course, there's simply nothing left. So it should be saved before you spend. The simple reason being that should you lose your income, if you have been a good payer of your debt, Elvis, you're up to date, you've never missed a payment in 14 years, proudly you, you puff your chest and say, I'm the best debt payer in South Africa. Mm. You lose your job in three months' time, you won't be answering your phone. You might even, not even have a cell phone line to answer that phone. <laughs> if you have been saving for those 14 years, as little as 100 rand, mm. you're going to have a, something to stand on and at least puff up your chest and say, you know what, debtors, I've never missed a payment. You know me, I'm scorco when it comes to paying debt. Mm. So here's the deal. I can pay you less while I look for a job because I've got something saved up. So let's get this out of our heads. There is never going to be enough to save after spending. There will always be enough to save before you spend because at that point, you are holding the cash. The money is in your account. And we need to simply realize that it's around the willpower of saying, how much do you want it? And the, the, the other myth which people typically discuss is, I don't have enough to save. It's again about terms of prioritization. Everyone who's earning an income can save 10 rand. Mm. And that I'll say on radio right now, you can. Mm. Do you want to is the question. Do you have enough motivation? Those are totally different discussions in themselves. But the reality, Elvis, is that most South Africans, after they've finished paying off their bills, as we currently give, they still need 0.3% extra just to survive. So there goes in the problem where you're saying, yes, people don't have enough money to save. The numbers say it. Definitely, people are living 0.3% above what income they have. Mm -hmm. So how do we fix the problem? You only fix it by tackling it head on and saying, you know what, I'm going to stop the rot and I'm going to work at something. And something starts off at 10 rand, 1 rand, Elvis. Mm. I think because of the guilt and the pressures, um, we all feel we need to be doing miracles. We can't. Um, we've made mistakes. We, we are, we, some of us are now middle-aged, and we're dealing with those mistakes heavily in terms of um, the, the cost we carry every month. But doesn't mean that we can turn away from those responsibilities. But in addition to that, A, we can start repairing and doing the right thing. And B, we definitely, for but children, we can start fixing the problem before it affects them as well. Now, as a society identified as the worst savers, how does one start to instill that culture of saving? I think it's a culture of saving is, 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 is something which comes from childhood, Elvis. When we grew up, uh, all of us had passbooks, and um, that passbook, every birthday, you'd get whatever money you got, and you'd be proudly displaying your balance. Mm. And we grew up as natural savers. We had no and problem. a little money box where you put your coins in. 
and you could see how how full it is. And occasionally, if you've been bad or good, you take a little bit out and skim off the top. But the money was there. So intrinsically, we grew up as savers. What overtook us was what we call technology. Mm. Because technology took away that passbook which you looked at every month and turned it into a bank statement. And technology took away the money box, which you could visually see how much money you have. And what we have now is a scenario where people don't even look at their bank statement. And the bank statement is your passbook. And, and we need to get back to those core values of just realizing that money is a tool. Um, it is there to be manipulated and mastered. Any tool in the wrong hands becomes a dangerous weapon. So if you were to give me a chainsaw or a hammer and I'm untrained, I am going to come off with a limb or something missing on my body. But if mm. I'm trained properly in using it, I will become a master craftsman. And it's the same thing with money. Money is about saying, let's train ourselves on using it. Let's master it because if you're not mastering your money, you're spending eight hours a day working for someone who has, and that is the reality. And I know it's heavy, but we need to start somewhere. And the, 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 the reality is, yes, people currently looking at the numbers don't have enough money to save after they've spent money on paying off debt. Let's reverse, turn that pyramid on its head. Let's start by saving and then um, then spend money. Rather negotiate for lower debt repayments so that you can start saving. Or if you can, go through that bank statement. I guarantee you you'll find an error, 100, 200 rand, which is going somewhere. Use that as the base of your savings. Now, this year's theme was alternative savings models. Can you tell us more about this? Okay, so we, we started the month saying, look, um, the, the, the big hindrances to saving are willpower, commitment, and discipline. How can we take those out of the equation so saving can still happen? So the Savings Institute this year partnered with APSA, and basically what we said was, let's take the willpower, commitment, and discipline discussion and pass the buck on to someone who can help us. And we said employers, they play a key role in our income because they give it to us. If we talk to our employers to structure the pay packet better, so not necessarily increase your salary, but and, and force savings to happen, people can do it because there's a lot of stuff which happens before you receive your net salary. And most people don't even look at their payslip. But the reality is most people, by the time you look at your payslip, 30% has gone somewhere, but it doesn't bother you. Mm. You're fine. You fast over the 75 that's left. So we're saying let's put the savings components before the net salary, either through a 13th check or either through increased retirement contribution, and people will automatically become better savers and start saving without necessarily consciously knowing that they are doing it. Because one of the easiest ways to beat the willpower, commitment, and discipline is by simply automating the saving or also having someone else responsible for it. And stock sales come into that as well, as well as me and you, Elvis, maybe becoming um, accountable to each other if we're good friends and say, you know what, let's open our finances, let's help each other and coach each other through this process. And it's important to have that coaching or an expert um, financial planning professional a CAP professional talking to you and taking you through this. Employers can also facilitate that through annual wellness days where they say, you know what, we give you employee benefits, medical aid, all the nice stuff. We give you a pension, but a pension is half the tool. Mm. The other side of the pension, you need someone who can actually do a future value calculation, who can calculate the income you'll get at the end of it all so that you know how much you should be contributing. Right now, we all get this lovely tool, but because none of us know how to use it, 
it's not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people get more information on Savings Month? More information on Savings Month is at uh, savingsinstitute.co.za, savingsinstitute.co.za, or if you want a financial planning professional to start your financial journey, it's spi.co.za, spi.co.za, they'll find a financial planner near you. Or if you want to have just a conversation with me, because that's all I do is talk money, it's at M-R-G-E-Z-O, at M-R-G-E-Z-O. And as you said, Elvis, the book has done extremely well with... Um, sold out of the first edition, and the second edition will be widely distributed because we're now under a major publisher from September. And it's about saying, even in your budget, Alvis, have a personal development column, whether it's around your finances or whether it's around your health. Let's start realizing that in order to move forward, we need to work at ourselves. And the thing about it, we're too content with the reality of where we are, and sometimes that's why nothing changes.